setup crew what's up man back at y'all you know what it is man show number 11 i gotta tell y'all man stop to break down the math of just how long we've been doing this someone broke it down for me i think it was e last week 10 shows this season 20 shows last season i ain't a math major but i could do it man i could figure out that's 30 shows man i gotta tell y'all man i'm feeling real accomplished you know what i mean we could not have pulled this off without y'all so I appreciate y'all. I'm feeling real, real like, I don't know, mama, I made it. You know what I mean? That's what I'm feeling this show, man. So I'm super duper excited, man. Super duper excited to kind of kick it off and get into what we got for you guys this week. Um, I'm going to shut up, man, but y'all already know who it is, man. One of the hosts, one of the three hosts of this, this podcast, man, we call it Setup. Cedric is back at y'all. Can't wait to get started. Man, that's a beautiful intro, Sid. All the math and things like that. Man, we just get, we just ready to get going, man. This boy E. We got another good show for y'all. Show number 11. Man, let's make it a good one, fellas. Yeah, this is Tim. Show number 31. The good intro from said, and we've only just begun. <laughs> so let's go ahead and get this started. Do your thing, Sid. Let's go. Let's go. You know what I'm saying? You guys already know what it is, man. First segment of the day is called What's Poppin'? So we're about to get into it, man, this week. And so let me give a little kind of, you know what I'm saying, a little, little background to why we got to the subject today. So there was an article, believe it or not, man, that surfaced that came out, I believe it was this week. And it, it begged this question, man. It really argued from the point of view of why a black woman should date white men more often. Now, I got to be honest, man. You know what I mean? I take myself to be pretty neutral on that. But it, it fires something up in me where it furthered the conversation with me and my brothers. So we started asking questions that beyond the article. We started thinking about interracial dating as a whole. Is it more accepted? You know what I'm saying? Have we made any progress in that area? Is it still something that is kind of taboo in certain parts, all depending on where you live or, or the dynamic in which you are a part of? You know what I'm saying? Is Culturally, can we get past these things? Or are there some things that are still left in us that when we see it, we don't like it and we don't appreciate it very much, right? So we figured, man, we again, we're not running from nothing this show. You know what I'm saying? No Usain Bolt here, no Michael Johnson, no 200, no batons. We figured we would conquer everything head on, man. And so we are going to get into this topic today. But the only the way to set up crew can, honestly and open, man. You know what I'm saying? Unscripted, unfiltered. Just what we guys have grown to love and accept. So let's get them without for no more being said, man. Let's get straight into this. So for this week, I'm going to start with T this week. T, what is your thought? You're going to put thinking? this on me? Yeah, yeah let's switch it up You're going to get me to start week, it off? Man. I'm used switch to chilling. I'm used to... Getting the baton, you put E first, he get that nice little... But let me go ahead and get started. Hit Switch it going, boy. Okay, interracial couples, we already know the history. We know all these things from in the past to now. So I look at it as if you have a problem with interracial relationship or marriage, then we're just hypocrites. It's hypocrisy. Mm. You mm. can't go around in the 60s and we talk about integrating schools and we talking about coaches let's get more coaches in the nfl but then when it comes to marriage oh no nah, we want to stay segregated when it comes to marriage and we just want to have the blacks with the blacks and the whites with the white that doesn't make any sense and of course we say we christians right so was the lineage to christ was that 100 percent jewish oh, no come on see was it? Oh. It, it it was mixed all the way to there don't so, do it like that see if anyone has an issue with it, now look, we all get married for different reasons. Some people want to marry just until they, until they race, and that's fine. All I'm saying is, don't talk about somebody else who who gets married 
and it's interracial and their family is mixed, children, who cares? Because let's be honest, during slavery, they was mixed anyway. And we know why. So we ain't going to get into those details. So if <laughs> people are happy and they in love, why do people have an issue with that? Well, God put together that no man would. Put asunder. Put asunder. So it don't say anything about race or anything. Love is love. Now, I understand in like the 70s and the 80s, especially in L.A., where we grew up, it was segregated. That's just what it was. Mm-hmm. Was was it on purpose? I probably think so. I, I'll be honest. When when my parents first bought the house that I lived on, they were like the first ones, the first blacks to be on the block. Six years later, when I was born, it was all black. Don't ask me why. Don't ask me how. But that's what it was. So we tended because we were around the people we were. So that's who we intended to have relationships, forming bonds with. And so naturally, it would be around our same people because we were segregated. But if there's an interracial couple out there and they in love, who am I to complain? I'm happy for them. Marriage is hard. Marriage is tough work. So if you have two people who love each other, I don't care what their color is. And if you talk about them, then you pretty much being a hypocrite. That's the way I look at it. And you Ooh. say you wasn't ready to. You don't come in with a hot man. take like that, bro. bro you did your man. research. I'm proud of you, fam. That was awesome. Yeah. Go ahead, e. I'm just going to be superficial with it. Oof. Tracy Ellis Ross, Paula Patton, Leisha Keys, Mariah Carey, and new, new Lauren London. Guess what they're all the beautiful products of? Interracial <laughs> unions. Okay, Look there you how go. we have been blessed by that. Now, on the real, though, <laughs> I mean, shoot, that's that's a good enough reason already, right? But anyway, yes. <laughs> 1967, the first interracial marriage was made legal, right? There's a, there's a lot of people, like, there's some people older than that. Like, that ain't a long time ago. That's not a very long time ago. I was born in 75. Like, that ain't a long time ago. So, to think about the question, though, and T, man, you said a lot of good stuff, so I, I'm not going to repeat what you said. But I will say this, man. I think the issue of black women saying that they have to date white men more often is disappointing because the whole idea of racism is that you take, well, well, the whole idea of racism is that there's prejudice attached, right? And what prejudice is, is that you take one person, one event, and then group everybody in the same event, right? So the problem with that is this, if, you know, if a sister had a bad experience with a brother, two brothers, three brothers, four brothers at the same time, there ain't enough experiences to say all brothers are bad. So therefore, I'm going to go to another race because at the end of the day, every race got good ones. Every race got bad ones. And then the same principle by which you don't want to be judged as an African-American person, you're not employing that in your partner. I don't think anything should be strictly anything or, or, or a boundary. If you if you are dating and you happen to date someone who's out of your race, the last thing you want to do, particularly as a black person, is to close off the idea of dating anybody. Because the whole idea of us as black people is that we have been placed in a category that we all don't belong based on one person. 
So at the end of the day, you know, interracial couples, I, I feel like it's this, man. At the end of the day, you have to be with who make you happy, who loves you, who cherishes you, who cares for you. And that is that. Their race, their color. I mean, some of our best friends in the world come from interracial unions. You know what I'm saying? So at the end of the day, man, I, I feel more bad that our sisters have to feel this way or even brothers have to feel this way. I know part of it is economic. You know, the higher you go up the corporate ladder, the less people that look like you, you see, the less people in your, your dating pool changes, like all these things happen. But at the end of the day, man, I just think it's very, very important to understand. You don't want to use a standard of being prejudiced against your own people when we are the ones that suffer from prejudice most of the time, it just don't match. That's just how I feel about that. Man, you know what I'm saying? Grand opening, grand closing. I don't even feel like I need to add nothing, man. You know what I'm saying? You did you your homework to, too, man. I'm got proud to. of you too. You know what I'm saying? That's that's how you do a segment. Now that's how you do a segment. You know what I'm saying? So end of the day, man, I, I feel like I don't know if I have much to add other than the fact of this, man. I feel like, you know, we like, like T said earlier, man, you can't ignore the history, right? But when the, when the history itself has shown that that was an acceptable practice, all pending on what lens you look through, what are we arguing? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, what are we arguing? You know what I mean? It was acceptable for certain people to do it and certain other people not to do it. And that's the same that, you know what? The beauty of between that and this is the lens hasn't changed. People still go to them same people that didn't agree with it then probably don't agree with it now. Uh, but it, people evolve. And, and the challenge you have with keeping uh, everyone's opinion the same or we all got to do this is anytime you use a statement like we all, it's, it, it encompasses a group of people that's who it. don't share the same belief system. You know what I'm saying? That's the problem. That's the problem when you try to categorize or generalize this is that not everyone has always had the same opinion. And there's clearly been people that I felt differently about it then versus now. And so I think like you guys said, man, at the end of the day, it's about finding love. You know, I mean, I, I when people get mad and they see that and sometimes I, I see those looks when I go somewhere, I can see someone clearly having a, a, a reaction to maybe seeing someone date of the opposite race that they don't agree with. And I feel like the crazy part of that mentality is like you feel like you own your race. You know what I'm saying? And we've been through that. Right. And where people own races of people what's called slavery, like your mindset needs to shift, like the shackles yeah. been broken. So why you still have them on your mind? You know what I'm saying? Like people evolve and people at the, the beauty of this is that people start to see people. You know what I mean? I was watching this show this week, man. It just happened to kind of go hand in hand with our subject and the subject. And for those who watch it, man, love is blind. It's on Netflix, man. I would go through this. If y'all have not wow. watched the show, it's a great <laughs> show, man. You must have watched it, right? Yeah. yeah and so you yeah. know, two people, man. The they kind of, right? they, they kind of. Oh man, it's good stuff, man. So people <laughs> yeah, kind of go on opposite side of these walls, and they ask people questions. They get to know these people while ever not ever seeing them at all, and it begs the question: Is love blind? And if you watch the show, man, and you see how they interact and they engage and they ask these deep philosophical questions, they kind of do things the way it was intended, without physical appearance. And what we find is that people are people, man. When you break them down, people are people. Value are values core values are core values you know what i'm saying like all these things that you have in common is what brings you together and then once they agree believe it or not they have to propose to meet the other person then at that point they get an actual chance to see their race and their reaction that they're already falling in love is almost like i don't care what race you are 
It's almost like, you know what I'm saying? I've been with you for this time. I feel comfortable. We've established these core relationships. I, I, I crave you and want to be around you. And your appearance is secondary because we've taken the time to get to know each other. I feel like if we take this subject even beyond uh, interracial dating, man, it, the world will be a powerful place. If we really can just sit down and, and listen to understand versus listen to speak back or talk back, I think we'd be in a great place. So, I mean, again, am I mad at those who have those beliefs? No, because you might come from you. You might have a, somebody or an event in your life that has shown you that, you know what I mean? Like you're not ready for that. Maybe you've seen it go badly. Maybe you've seen things not work out the way you want them to. Maybe that has further perpetuated this already belief that it should have never happened in the first place. I'm not here to point fingers at you. I'm just telling you in my family, man, we've always embraced that. You know what I mean? One of the biggest additions in my family, man. Shout out to my brother-in-law, BJ, man. He's an Indian American. Love my yeah. brother, man. My you know what I'm saying? Race to make BJ. us any closer, man. Yeah. That's my dog. Oh, I love yeah. him to death. BJ been around me, man, since I was in grade school. We talking elementary. That's my brother, man. You don't care what you say about his race. That's my brother, man. I, I, I don't even talk about him no other way. That's my guy. So I always have looked at it differently. And I think, again, your perspective will largely shift how you view it. And BJ just happens to be my blueprint. So we got we got no arguments here, T. I saw your hand up, man. What you say? This should be the great, the greatness and the greatest part about America. The fact that we're not all one race, that we're all mixing up and that we can all just show each other love. That would be the great thing to get to that point. Now we're way behind because of history. Come on, man. But it'd be great to the point where we're not recognizing color. I don't know if that's possible. I don't think it's possible. But that would be something great where it's just about people. Once you get past this thin layer of skin, hmm. it's all people. So some are darker than some. Some are lighter. Who cares? Love is love. As you talked about, if you happy, then that's all that matters. And we should stop worrying about other people and being their business. If I see an interracial couple dating... I'm not finna stare at them. God bless them. Why would I worry about them and get upset and give them some looks? Why am I wasting my time when I could be minding my own business? Why am I getting to their grits? My thing is, who cares? And to be honest, they got problems just like, you know, plain old couples have problems. Like black, black on black. Why don't they got, and they have a new set of problems because of the race issue. And they have to do things differently and may have to deal with parents not agreeing and all those things. Fact. So you're not going to get those extra things from me because just getting to know somebody and dating and marriage is hard all by itself. So if an interracial couple want to tackle that thing, God bless them and I'm cheering for them. Hey, man, have all the uh, macaroni and cheese with ham in it. Uh, have all the mayonnaise sandwiches. <laughs> hey, varieties of spice of life, bro. Had a white dude try to get in the, you know, the, the, the uh, what did you call it? The line, the, uh, the stepping we be doing, electric slide, man. Yeah, Look. electric slide. Yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? Keep the shuffle. Hey, go to church at nine o'clock and get out at 9 15. I'm just saying, man, the variety <laughs> is the spice of life, man. Love starts from the inside anyway. And you can have whatever outside you want. If that inside raggedy, no matter if you're homogeneous, the same color, or it does not matter. It's about what's inside. And what a blessing it would be, though, to add variety to your life. Yeah, you're going to tackle all these problems in the, in the society. But, hey, if you got somebody riding with you, it's worth it, man. 
I just want a rider. I, I ain't really worried about it. I just want a rider. I just want to say this one last thing, though. I am. I wish we could have a different conversation, though. Why sisters feel this way? Because, because I mean, I mean, the way that I mean, articulating that, that's not the issue. That's the symptom, right? What what is happening to make even brothers or whoever feel that they have to shut out who who they come from? Um, that that's the bigger issue. I hope we can have a conversation one day with some with some young ladies about that to give us some yeah. more insight. But that's the big deal. But at the end of the day. I'm with you guys, man. It Facts, is what, man. It is what and I, and it I agree. Is. I think I think those are some great questions, Z. You know what I'm saying? And you know, when you see that article and and what it's you know basically asking for to be done, you have to you know put the mirror back on yourself, man. I mean, have we you know dropped the ball? I mean, we are you know what I'm saying black man in this situation. Have we went us went astray ourselves? You know, leaving them you know very few options. I mean, these yeah. are definitely questions that we have to yeah. delve into and we can't just, you know what I'm saying? Ignore that. The fact that they feel this way. I like you, E, uh, believe we need to take some ownership of that and kind of, you know, really sit down and have that conversation, man, and really talk about it. Cause it's, yeah. if, if that is the case, we need to, you know, remedy the situation, man. We, we want them to feel comfortable, uh, staying home, if you will, if that's what their choice is. Again, there's nothing wrong with having a preference that, that has, you know what I mean? When no one's going to fault you for a preference, the problem I have is when you take it beyond that and now you you force what you believe onto somebody else. Absolutely. That's the issue. Yeah, that's, like that's, what and T talk was about talking it. about. Yeah, when T was talking about, like, for example, like dark people and, and light people, I saw him look directly at me. I know what he was saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I know what he was implying. You know what I mean? I didn't take it personal, but it's clear what he was trying to say. Uh, he clearly first. said, man, there's some dark people, there's some darker people. And you looked at me on during both of those takes. Now, I'm not here. You know what I'm saying? I love T. But his, you know what I'm saying? He, he you know what I mean? We know where he stands. We know where he stands. And he knows where, I, where he's putting me in, what category he put me in, what box he's trying to put me in. You know what I'm saying? But you know, at the end of the day, man. somebody else might look at me and think I'm white skinned. I mean, that's a possibility. It's perspective, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, yeah. If they was on Love Is Blind. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, you didn't, bro. No, you hey, didn't. Hey, you know what I'm saying? Bro, I mean, you, you opened the bro, door. I had to walk did you just, through. Bro, did you do really just say that, fam? You know what, man? man? I, 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 I almost got so upset I had to slam my headphones down. But that was so funny, bro. That was so funny, bro. I can't even be mad at the joke. That was good, T. That, uh, that was good. That was my oh, time. I came at you. You uh, came at me, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I see an eye for an eye, brother. That was good. So we're going to leave it here, man. We're going to talk about this. You know what I'm saying? Is love blind? You know what I'm saying? To kind of quote T on this last part of the segment, you tell me, man. Uh, are we making too little of this? Are there yeah. some things that we missing that need to enter the conversation that makes y'all feel like, man, we, you know, nah, that ain't how it should go. Maybe you got some firmly entrenched beliefs that you believe that there's problematics between that. And I've heard some of those arguments to be true culturally, right? How can this happen? Or how can you teach person this happen? Or how can these things really take place if, if they don't know for themselves? I've heard that side of things. Again, I think love finds a way. But if you feel differently, we'd love to hear from you. It ain't, we ain't going to beat you up. We ain't going to judge you, man. We ain't going to do none of those things. We just want you to enter the conversation like the yeah. way we have, man, and just speak your peace. That's what it's about. That's why it's beautiful, man, to have these dialogues. So you guys know what to do, man. Yeah. Hit us up. Tell us what you think. Instagram, Facebook, directly. You know, you can do whatever you want to towards us, man. Whatever you can. If you know our direct numbers, hit us that way, too. I promise you, man, yeah. we will have the conversation. All hey, right. So just with that being let, said, fellas. Just don't let oh, trauma drive your life. Oof. That's it. That's just don't message. let trauma drop your life. There's a message yeah. there, bro. 
There's a message there. Hopefully they got it. All right, so that's what we're going to do, man. Moving right along, man. Shout out versus shut out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're about to get into this. These are a little less less uh, uh deep, man. We kind of just got a chance to speak off our mind about certain subjects, and we got some good ones today. Man, I can't wait to get into some of these. First one, man, ironic. We, we didn't plan this. This just kind of happened this way, man. 75th anniversary of Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier. You probably think we did that on purpose. I promise you, we did not, right? But anyways, all teams, you know, honored him by wearing the number 42 on their jerseys. And so, again, man, I, I don't know if there's anything like this moment that we can really think about because it, it, it changed so many different things, especially during the time frame it was going on. You know what I mean? Um, so I'm going to go open it up to the fellas, man. We shouting out, shutting out. I'll start with you, E. What you think? Yeah, we got to shout it out. Yeah. Oh, yeah, out. absolutely. You ain't even asked. Go ahead. You can start that off, E. And I just think that that's that's awesome, man. I mean, um, putting your money where your mouth is, right? I mean, to honor a person to go through the point where every baseball player is going to wear number forty-two, um, Blake and the color bearer in a sport that's to this day a primarily um, non-African American sport, right? um to be able to i mean it's more than athletics to me i think it's just a good statement of how the level of bravery the level of toughness and the level of internal discipline man shout out to jackie robinson i think that that's an awesome thing and i think baseball they get a lot of things wrong but they got this one right yeah i, I agree with you 100 percent. i was gonna say that and then this year they had the 42 blue on all the jerseys and everything. So when you look at that, it's one thing. It's just what he had to go through to fight. And then this was go to our what's popping. So why are we being picky over something like that? When we look at the struggle that, that Jackie went through. And I, I just look at where he was able to overcome evil by doing good. Yeah. And a lot of times we always talk about revenge or or getting back and all those things to try to teach somebody a lesson. But you, you know, when you do, when you seek revenge and you get revenge, you may teach somebody a lesson, but you, you may not overcome the situation. And that's just going to get you into another situation or you may end up losing your job or, or, or whatever. But the way he did it, and it had to be done this way. If he would have went in there and he would have acted up, he had so many opportunities. You look at them stepping on his leg. You look at the names, them throwing a black cat out there, all the different things that he went through. And for him to keep his cool through the whole situation to get to this point was just amazing. And as we talked about with the MLB, they get this right. And I 100% support them on this. And, and I don't think... I don't think the color is the issue in baseball as far as us not getting opportunities. I just think we ain't taking them. Mm. I think when we grew up, we, we we prefer to do other sports more so than the opportunity not being there. So that's more so what it is. But, man, my hat's off to Jackie. I'm obviously a big hero of mine. So that's what I think about it. That's dope, T. That's true. Hey, quick, man, two words, black excellence. You know, that's what comes to mind when I think about what they went through, man, what he endured. You don't think this is a relevant topic 75 years later. Just look at what happened this season in a more predominantly African-American sport in basketball. You had, 
you know, Westbrook being called West Brick, you know what I'm saying? Him talking, going to the, 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 yeah. the podium and talking about how his family name is being altered. You had, you know, Kyrie recently in his game in Boston that played the other day, people calling him names and him flicking people off and having to deal with that. I've seen games where LeBron has had to remove folks, point to him, get them physically removed from being disrespectful. Now, I, I would like to think that that's, you know, a good thing that now we share that power and have that ability. But the reality is this man did that every single day. You know what I'm saying? This man did that on the road, home games. It didn't matter. He didn't have any refuge. You know what I'm saying? He didn't have no solace. Ooh. He did this every single day of, yeah. of, a, of a season that we all can agree is much longer than any other season out there, man. So to do that with the class that he did it, man, to keep his head raised high to the degree that he did to set that level of precedence, uh, for African-American athletes moving forward, I-, I cannot thank them enough. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why we now give these athletes the power they do, because we realize the sacrifices that went into when we didn't have a voice. So I- that's my take to you. Go ahead, bro. I just want one thing real quick. And this is the power sure. of it. Who else has their number retired in baseball by the entire league? That mm. just shows how powerful that it was and that it is today because nobody and baseball has the longest history of sport out of all our sports in America. And he's the only one that has his number retired and has his own day 15th, the day when he, when he started and he came into the league and dealt with all those things and for him to do it. And at the same time was good. He didn't just do it. And he was sitting on the bench. Facts. He was over there still at home on jokers. So for him to do everything that he did and then to be good at it, it just says everything. I don't know how when we when we talk about mental toughness with this with players and everything today, that's nothing compared. It'll mm. never. It's nothing compared to Jackie Robinson. We talk about mental toughness. Hey, it'll never get there. T, you know what's powerful about this? He wasn't even the most talented. There are plenty Ooh. of players that were more talented, but he had the right mindset. He had the right yeah. toughness. I hear about players, man, the melee and the palace. You hear about players. Even Kyrie yesterday was flipping off Boston fans. Mm-hmm. Think about it. You don't have that luxury when Jackie Robinson was playing, bro. You you know uh-huh. how much you know how much he had tumble pie he had to eat from those folks, and he kept on pushing. That's why I respect him, man. That's why I respect him. And it, he was having threats on his family. Yeah, this wasn't something where it was just okay. Let me go home. He was getting threats at the house. Yeah. How do you do all that and you somewhere else where they weren't taking planes like that? You taking trains, buses or whatever to get to the next place and your wife is way in in L.A.? How else? So those things are, that's crazy. I got one more thing to add, man, and we got to get off this. But baseball, bro, not only is it like, influential or powerful in the sense of the sport and and what it lacked in regards to African-American presence. The other part that made this crazy is baseball today, bro, is governed by its own players. And you know what I mean? You hit someone, man, on purpose in baseball, bro. You know what I mean? Like there's certain rules of the game that they can just do and you have no comeback from. You can't even celebrate a home run without getting you know what I'm saying? Like discouraged. Like there's certain unwritten rules to the game that he had to follow in order not to just, just do it yeah. and be accepted in the sport itself. And these rules still exist, man. You show too much, we will hit you. You talk too much, we will hit you, bro. 
Like, you know what I mean? You act crazy, we will find a way to get you back. You know what I'm saying? I could run out there to the mound if I if you disrespect me enough, bro, and fans will clear. The benches will clear. These are unwritten rules of baseball. A lot of us don't watch baseball because it's so governed, because it's so by the book. So to do it in that sport, man, where you don't even really have the freedoms yeah. to exhibit certain characteristics, not even within, like, the unfound rules of the game, bro, this man was a pioneer, man, a trailblazer, a legend. And that's exactly why we commemorate him the way that we do. And we felt the need to shout him out on our show. So shout out to Jackie Robinson, man. That's powerful. All right. So moving right along, man, here's the next one, man. Sheesh, man. Talking about the greatness of this. Now I got to talk about this, right? Here's the next one, man. <laughs> Golly. I got to go here. After all that great stuff we talked about now, how I felt prideful, man. My, my heart started pumping, you know what I'm saying? My heart beating fast. I'm proud, you know what I mean? I got to talk about this. The same week, we got to talk about this. All right, man, here you go, bro. So in the same segment, I got to talk about this. Anyways, man, I'll shut up. Here it is, man. I'll let y'all shout it out or shut it out. Here it is, man. So you guys may also know, or maybe I hope you didn't. I hope this is the first time you heard it, man. But if not, hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect this man and know it by no cost. So there was a rapper named Gunu who recently passed away, man. Got shot, unfortunately, man. Mm-hmm. Um, here's the challenge. That's a story, unfortunately, we hear too much. African American men getting shot, right? He was a rapper. Um, that comes with that territory. Seems like it's been a lot of this lately, but that's not why we're talking about this man on this show, right? His funeral is the reason we're talking about this. You might be like, Sid, what do you mean? Don't, what do you mean funeral? Let me tell you what happened. So he was embalmed, man. He was took into a club. He was propped up and he was set on stage where everybody can view his body. They danced with this man. They played his music. You know, I think some people were there that didn't even know this was going on. And all this was a way of what they felt like was paying him homage to what he did and the way he would have went out. Now, again, none of I don't know this man. Right. I'm just speaking the facts of what I heard, what I seen. And I'm trying to remain neutral in terms of my stance. But it begs the question, man, is this worthy of a shout out or a shutout? What, what are we talking about on this, man? I will start off with you, T. What are we doing? Oh, yeah, that's a shout out. That's a shout out, man. I think that's a good conversation with you, brother. E. Yeah, I'm gonna agree with T. You gotta, T we gotta talk off. about at least for a second. You want me to set it off? All right, look. Go ahead, bro. All right, he was at the club. He was having a service. I don't see a problem with it. Now let's say I don't want to say this ain't the case, but let's say if let's say he never went to church, right? Mm-hmm. But don't take him now what he did. Don't try <laughs> to have no service in the church now. Why not have a? Why not have a? Why not have a service? Where he's normally at. Don't, don't I mean don't don't change it now. So I respect, look, I respect what they did. I respect hey. Oh. That's where he been. And that's where he like he liked going to the club. And it's an unfortunate incident. But that's where you chose over his memorial service. I'm how many times will people, if somebody gets uh cremated, then they go and they throw they they throw their water, they throw their ashes over the water and all that stuff. This is where this man wanted to be. This may have been, if something happened to me, this is what I want to do for my funeral. And because they loved him, this is what they chose to do. So, man, I, I support it 100%. Don't try to switch up the game now. That's all I'm saying. T. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, I don't... Wow. R.I.P. stands for rest in peace, right? Not rest in Patron. This dude was at the club. <laughs> this is some bootleg weekend at Bernie's 
I've never seen no chocolate weekend at Birdies like this. How you gonna dance with a corpse? What they stuff them with? I mean, <laughs> like, I, like, I hate to laugh because somebody did lose a life. But at the same time, when you do something like this, you ain't taking this life seriously either. You brought this man in the club. Was it ladies night? Was it two drink minimum? Was it a was it ghost? You know what I'm saying? Was it that truth? What in the world's going on in this place, dude? This, uh, this is what happened when you hood rich. You just do stupid things. Again, we pray for his family. A lot, a life is lost. Okay, you know what I'm saying? But to prop this dude up at the club and people start dancing with him, weekend at Bernie's rolling over in the grave right now, bro. This is horrible. Wow. wow. You can't get two more different takes than those, man. Uh, personally, man, I would have shut this out. I just feel like I, you know, what my mama say, if you ain't got nothing to get to say, man, don't say nothing at all. That's what my mama always told me. My mama told me that. Uh, but my mama at any rate, me. man, <laughs> my, mama, my mama told mama, me that. My mama, mama told me that. Yeah, man. Um, so I just, man, I, I, I put it to you this way, man. There's a certain level of respect I have for the dead. And I feel like, you know what I'm saying, any situation that I've been a part of, man, it just come with certain traditions and customs. And this is a custom that I'm not used to. It's a custom that I, don't, I hope is not widely adopted. I know they've done this in different countries and it's been okay. Like I know Puerto Rico is pretty big for this. They do things like okay. this pretty often. I know that's a big cultural thing that they do and they put them in, you know, in the family. Is a, this is not uncommon in certain cultures. I think where it becomes a question at is where have we seen this? Yes. I have never in my life, bro, seen anything like this where people who did not know who he was or people that was there randomly would have just looked up there and been like, what's going on? What are we doing? Can you imagine, bro, being in that situation and not being part of the celebration? I would have been uncomfortable, fam. That's the reality bro. here. Oh, yeah. It would have been an uncomfortable conversation. It would have been an uncomfortable situation. And it could have been traumatizing. I think at the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? I'm not here to point fingers. And like you said, everybody got a will. Everybody got a, a way that they did it. The only only concern I have is I hope, T, for your sake and your argument, is that's, that's what he wanted. That wasn't something somebody else decided would be yeah, good. Bro. That ain't something the family yeah. decided would be good. I hope that those words, in fact, came out of his mouth and he said, this is what I want. If it was not done that way and this is what they chose, then to me, that's a disservice. How'd they I'll, even I'll get that, that approved, y'all? You can't I have just, no idea. You can't just take where, a body out the morgue. You can't just take a body out the cemetery. Talk about, let me go take this body. How? What, you obviously went in the hearse. Like, you just put him in the hatchback of the tree. Like, how? And people talk about COVID. I don't want to be around each other, but you're going to dance with a corpse that's stuffed at a club? Yeah. And mind you, Man, he was on the stage. On, he, he, was put on, he was put on display. You know what I mean? His fam people who were from the funeral home and his family members were up there with him. And then he was like huh? kind of looking down at everybody else. But I'm saying still, end of the day, bro, like I just, again, there, there's there's things that I feel like, and again, this I guess the same argument could be made against what our first segment was. There's traditional way of doing things and an untraditional yep. way of doing and things. And a respectful Obviously, way of doing are, things. And a respectful way. That's the third that's word. That's the problem. That's the but that's could be, that could be respectful for him. Okay. And yeah, for yeah, his yeah. family. Hey. Like I said, they had, the, they had the funeral home there, so everything had to be approved. They went through the proper channels and everything. It's just now. I would say this: if I did, if I did spend my money, hard our money to get in the club, and I saw that, then I wouldn't have been happy. I wouldn't have lied. I, I wouldn't lie about that. But I think people who did know, you knew the situation, you knew what was going on, and this was your last, this was your last drink. I don't know. So I don't have a problem with it. I understand where they coming from, gentlemen. All right, bro. 
tell you, you heard it here first. You know what I'm saying? If I pass, do not, and I repeat, do not prop me up in nobody club. You know what I'm saying? Do me better than that, man. Don't ever, come on, man. That's that's my personal beliefs. I'm going to leave it alone. So here it is, man. Put me in the fire. I'm telling you, man. man. You know what I'm saying? I'm telling you. (laughs) Okay. Third one, man. Here we go. Here we go. I needed this. This is a good transition. I needed this shift, man. We're going to be talking about something real serious. And some that come on, man, I'll leave it alone. I tell myself, Mama told me, so I'm gonna be quiet, man. So here's the oh, third man. one, man. Third one is you guys might have saw it this week, man. A woman glued herself to the court, or at least attempted to a basketball court during a live, I believe, a playoff game. Right? This is this is a big mm-hmm. deal, man. This is what happened. This lady said, you know what, man, I'm about to go out here and glue myself to to the court so people can understand and see where I'm coming from. Now, if you fellas don't mind, I'm gonna jump right into this one, man. You know, you guys give go me, I'm, it, I gotta bro. go in. So the first of all, the glue she used must have been tacky glue. This is tacky. Okay, that's number one. <laughs> she must have had that tacky oh, glue on, player. She must have had that tacky oh. glue on. Because either that or Elmer's, man. Because how quickly they got her off the oh. court, man, you could tell it wasn't settled, bro. It was that, you know what I mean? That Elmer's school glue, school paste. She might have used a glue stick. <laughs> they pulled her. They pulled her up so quick. I didn't even know that was going on. I had to read the article to understand that that's what was happening. I thought there was water on the floor the way they snatched her up. So I'm saying this. You know what I mean? There's a man, you take a stance. I get it, man. Someone that don't stand for nothing will fall for everything. I, I just don't think this was her stance. <laughs> I don't think this was her chance to shine. And if anything, man, she she badly represented two things here. Herself and the glue that she used. Because apparently it doesn't work. <laughs> so... That's all I got to say. That's all I got to go in this statement, man. I'm obviously shouting it out. Brothers, you can jump in. T, what you think? This, hey, this tells you how terrible the glue was because they wiped that off and they kept on playing. That's right after <laughs> right. the time out. It wasn't, it wasn't even like right, it stopped bro. no time or anything. So clearly it wasn't Gorilla Glue. Clearly, I mean, that, like you say, you know how long it takes Elmer's to get construction paper to stick together? Come on, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm Come on, Dude. man. Her, early, her only plan was to break in at 2 o'clock in the morning and then put that over down there so when the game started, she already be there. But that was her plan, but she got what she wanted. She got yeah, some she... attention. She got to she got to explain why for animal protests. I'm not going to go into the details, but it was it was the owner's. It has something to do with the owner and everything, but we ain't finna give her that props. We ain't finna give it all the details and everything. You going on the court was pointless. Why was that? You? What can I do? Uh, let me glue myself. Bro. So then if the glue did work, then what? It just it just didn't make any sense. What you thinking? That's terrible. Yeah, bro. So she's, she's doing this for animal rights, right? Guess what's in glue? I was about to say that, but I didn't want to go there. <laughs> I mean, you got horse hooves, horse hives. Like, they kill animals to make glue. So your point of preserving animals was you use a product where they kill animals to make collagen to make glue. Do your homework, boo. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> so she wants to save hey. the chicken at the expense of the horses? Like, I... Like, come on, bro. <laughs> yeah, right, and, and, cle- right. and clearly she used animalist glue because it showed it worked. It showed it, it didn't work. work. It didn't work. Like, but even if she glued herself there, did she really think, like, wh- did she have on a sweater that say what's going on? Did she have on, she bought a ticket to the yeah, game. She, she had a shirt that said, uh, Glenn Taylor roasts animals alive. 
how much she paid for the ticket? Bro, she had to be close to the floor. <laughs> I mean, she was close to the floor. So she spent yeah, money. Probably not. Come on. You su- you support you supported. You supported him and nothing got done. And the next day business went as usual. Not only you supported him, but you paid him full price. Penny Lenny, can I quote Penny Lenny? Pay full price for half the game. <laughs> no sense. That's the opposite of support. That's dumb. No sense. I mean, hey, hey, you pay full price and then use 99 cent glue. <laughs> how about I think go you to the farm? Some... Yeah, how about go to the farm? How, how about how about go where this is happening? You paid for a professional basketball game where everybody in there is eating hot dogs, burgers. <laughs> like nobody's <laughs> caring about animals at all. And you want to make your case by putting some glue on the ground. Yeah. Man, knock it off, lady. Make your case knock by catching the case. Shame it off right now. You know what I'm saying? So we're gonna leave it right there, man. We're gonna leave it right there. Last one of the last one of this segment, then we gotta move on, man. This show has been awesome, right? Last one here it is, man. So there was an uh, there was a really, really good discussion in this man in regards to being able to uh reduce your work week from 40 hours, which we dread. It's a 32-hour work week, man. And it got us thinking, what would we do with a 32-hour work week? I tell you what, man. I'm already, I'm already, I got a couple of ideas, right? Give me a whole nother day. Like I feel like three-day weekends is where it's at anyway. But I'm I'm not, I'm not, you know what I mean? I'm not gonna shout it out or shut it out. I'm gonna give my brothers the opportunity to do that. So with that topic, man, no longer working 40-hour weeks, proposed a 32-hour work week that's actually gaining steam, right? Where do y'all yes. stand on that? E, what you think? Shout yep. out or shut up. What are we doing? Shout it out. T? Yeah. Oh, yeah. We got to All do right, that. Let's get into it. Ethan, what you got, man? It's really simple. If you work salary, you're probably working 50, 60 hours a week and making less than minimum wage. If you're working hourly, you're working your butt off. And Friday is not even Friday no more. It's just two days from Monday. I think a four-day week will probably stop a lot of call-offs. It'll probably have a better worker morale. People will be a better attitude. People will be happier. And it'll just be better. I think they should bend it. This, man. Four 10-hour days, 40-hour week in four days. Less pro- you can just have a better output. Go ahead, Sid. Man, so so with this being said, man, this, this ain't to me. It's definitely a shout-out. Ain't no questions asked, man. You give me the option, I'm taking the 32. All day long, you know what I mean? All day long, man. So, I mean, again, I think some too far of our lives, man, I, I look up articles and people ask, like, what's one thing you would change? I would spend more time with my family. What's one thing you would change, man? I would I would go on more vacations. What's one thing you would change, man? I would dedicate more of my life to self-care. I think the reality is, man, we all, you know, just transcribe to want to, to have a great career, want to do certain things that make us feel accomplished. And what often is the... Uh, aftermath of doing that is our we we look back and, and there's so many stories where people have given their whole life to their job to turn around and, and die days later, weeks later, months later, and no longer be able to kind of get into that second phase of life, if you will. So for me, the idea of kind of allowing more time for that, whether it's allowed through the states or if it's something you need to do on your own, I just I can't I I, I literally strongly can't suggest that strong enough, man. I think we got to do a better care of understanding what our bodies can do, what our bodies can't do, what we need to get away. And end of the day, man, when you want to make a 40-hour a week, a 32-hour week, that's what sick time is for. 
That's what that personal necessity time is for. And that's what that vacation time is for. We, I mean, people have crazy banks at that time, a thousand hours here, 800 hours here, 900 hours here. And for what, man, we die, that stuff goes away. You better start taking that time and spending time with your family. And and if they, I mean, it's almost like they would have to do this in order for people to feel comfortable with doing it because they, they so programmed and want to work 40 hours and, and do that time shift. So I feel like we need a change. And this shift might be exactly what people need, man, to prolong life, to preserve life, to to get on to these older years of age, man, because these jobs nowadays just being real, a lot of stress, man, a lot of, lot of, uh, a lot of wear on them tires, as you would say. So T, what you think? Absolutely, said you're right. Oh, guys, that was very cute from the both of you. Said I was very moved by that. Here we go. Yeah, I was moved by the salary. You know, salary is a salary slave ship too. Like you say, with all those hours. Mm-hmm. Fortunately, I'm hourly. And having said that, y'all ain't got to the good part. The good part is after 32 hours, it's OT. <laughs> so you ain't got to get to the 40. Once you get to our tree tree, that's time and a half for me. <laughs> but man, I don't all that. Oh, I love my family. All that woom 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 woom. Break bread <laughs> on the bread. Once I get past thirty two, woo, my pocket's gonna be saying ooh ooh. So that's what I care about. But of course, you want to spend time with your family. But we know these big companies at the end, they're gonna find a way to get around this. They're gonna find a way just not to pay people. Cause thirty two hour work week, that ain't enough for me. I need some more bread. So they're going to find just reduce people to 32, but then at the same time with the rest, especially if I would get a Friday or a Monday off, I'm all for that. That works for me as well. So I'm all for it too. Do I think it'll happen? I don't know, but California be doing stuff like that, man. Sure do, man. So And they say in the other states are watching to see what California do, then they might fall in line. And then you have happier, rested employees. They be coming in ready to work. California gangster though. So if they do it, you know it's a string attached somewhere. It's a loose seam somewhere. Oh yeah, it is. Oh yeah. All you gotta do is pull. I do is pull, man. That's it, man. Yeah. Things will change. So here we go, man. We're gonna wrap that section up, man. We got a lot that we talked about in that four uh rapid fire segment, man. Y'all will chime in here. Tell us what y'all thoughts are, what y'all thinking, man. Was we off cue? Did we miss our mark? Where are we at now, right? So we're going to continue to keep this plane flying, man, moving right into, you know what it is, man. It's that time. It's Petty Murphy time. You know what I'm saying? When we get a chance to bring up two stories that kind of have a same level of petty, and we have to determine which one was more petty. Who's the petty king of the week? That's what we're doing. So we got two good ones here, man. We don't do it unless we do. And here it is. First one comes from uh, two Chilton County High Schools did a senior prank day, right? They switched schools for the day. Nearly half of the students went by and none of the staff noticed that there were kids in in the classes, right? Kids lost scholarships. Some of them were expelled. Some of them were removed from athletic teams. Some of the staff tried to press charges. Kids started a petition to address the punitive response from the school staff as other pranks included letting cockroaches in the school, urinating on the gym floor. The kids said the pranks were harmless, but man, it had real life implications, right? So when we look at that, is that going across the line? Who's petty in this situation? Was it the kids? Was it the administrator? I'm going to let y'all decide. That's petty candidate number one. Second petty candidate. We feel like we had to get something in here that also was an all-inclusive type of practice. Here it is. This is what we found. So there's a volleyball coach, right? Um, let me get, let me pull this up, man, because I think it's important that we talk about this. This is her name. Her name was Chelsea Lucas right? 
mm-hmm. she's from New Grambling State volleyball team. I want to make sure I get the specifics in this. Grambling man. State. Grambling State. Shout out Grambling State, man. So basically what happened was she came on in, in February. You know, the season, I believe, starts in August, right? Somewhere around there. Kids are playing volleyball. The school underperformed, and she had a remedy for that. She said, you know what? It wasn't me. It's y'all. And what that means is she decided to not bring back any of the players on scholarship. 19 students were released, causing chaos at the school. People wanted the athletic director to step in and say, hey, man, that's not right. People wanted to do it, but it was left up to the coach's discretion, and that's what she chose. A lot of people believe she has great talent coming through, and things like the player portal allows her power to be able to maneuver her team the way that she sees fit. But we beg the question, how can 19 collegiate athletes all get it wrong and the coach who had the team she the only one that got it right. You know what I'm saying? That just sound a little fishy to me. Sound definitely petty for me. So we're going to get mm-hmm. into this. Y'all are two candidates. I'll let y'all decide who's the king or queen of petty this week. Man, I'll start with you, E. What you think, brother? <sighs> I thought it was easy, it but it ain't. Yeah, man. So school number one, uh, with the two schools in Alabama, they did see a prank day. First of all, mm-hmm. shout out to that prank. That was pretty original. Um, I would have to say the pettiest of the two, gosh, I think, well, I think one is petty and I think one is just punitive. So let me touch number two. I mean, that's a power trip, boo. Why would you, first of all, you got a job at that school because probably they were not winning. (laughs) That's how you get jobs. Team stink. You come in. Now, if you get a job of a team that stink, you probably not a great coach yourself. So to come in there and to just start taking scholarships without giving enough time to evaluate the team, I don't know if that's so much. Well, no, that is petty, but I think it's more punitive because now she got to go and get a whole new team. And that's is punitive. Now, the pettiest, I think, is the administration of number one. First of all, don't try to punish the kids because you took y'all half the day to find out that the kids are not the kids <laughs> of the right school. Bro, that has nothing to do with the kids. You know what senior prank day is. And if they was putting cockroaches in the school and urinating on the gym floor, you know when senior prank day, something was going to happen. So that makes it even worse. The day never moves. You're fully aware. And you had kids in school with the lunch, with the PE, with the homeroom. And you didn't notice it a day, and then you want to drop the book on them? Mm-mm. School number one, the principal, the administration is trying to get these kids arrested and take their scholarships way overboard. Number one gets the petty award all day. Number two, you just get the petty Betty, but you're too punitive. Number one is just the pettiest. That's just ridiculous. Oh, well, well, number two with the volleyball coach, I'll say this. It's a shame that at an all-black college, that the coach would perform a blackout with the players. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. Wow. I, I can understand. In a sense, if you look at it from her perspective, wow. like she's new, but you look at it as a coach, one of the big things as a coach is development. Now you have the process of, of developing and really showing your skills versus, oh, I'm just going to get rid of everybody and bring some people in. So so kind of that's kind of how I look at that. But then when you go to the other one with the high schools, oh, that's tough. That's on the, the county. I think principal, teachers, then they need to be fired. Absolutely. Security. How you don't catch this? 
Mm. Don't don't kids have IDs? Bro, he should. Don't you? I mean, I don't know how bad the school is. Hopefully, they don't have metal detectors just like that. But you don't know when you go in class. It talks about they expected to get kicked out right away. Like, okay, they're going to figure this out. But then they go through half the day like they're not paying attention. What's almost like the, the county? They already on vacation. It's April. <laughs> so, true. Or, or whatever. Bad. See, a prank day. Like, what? How do you not catch this? How do you, as a teacher, how do you not know your students? How do you not know the regulars? You had to be seeing some, some students that are new, that don't know where they're going, they don't know what's going on. And then for you, have scholarships taken away. Not letting kids go to prom, that's once in a lifetime. So I got to go this where it is with volleyball, I'll be honest, I don't think it's petty at all. And I'll tell you why. Y'all know me. I'm with players getting paid, right? Yeah. And I'm with payers getting their bread. So with that, you are adults. So what comes with payment comes what? Getting fired. And at the same way, they can go to the portal if they want to. If they don't like the situation, then they can go to the player portal and they can go somewhere else. Me as a player, I would take it as a challenge. And it wasn't like she took their scholarships and then immediately they didn't have no classes for the semester. Okay, when this year is up, you got to find some new scholarships. You got to get it done. So me, I'm trying to go to the rival so I can beat you and I can let you know, oh, you got rid of my scholarship, but we're going to keep beating you. And guess what? In two years, now you're going to be fired, coach. You got a chance to get back. But the other one is, you take away prom, you can't go, you only get one prom. You can't go back to that. So for me, the pettiest is the high schools, man. Y'all, you getting mad at the students because y'all ain't doing y'all jobs. Sounds look at it. Hey, end of the day, man, here it is. Petty, king, queen, already been chosen. 2-1 outweighs the situation. If I got to make an argument for the second case, my argument would be this. This is people's lives. This is people's livelihood. Ain't no guarantee, yeah. man. At this point in the game, people are even looking for scholarships. So, True. so to go there three years, you know what I'm saying? Four years, maybe even uh, come back to a season and lend your last year eligibility to a coach that you believed in. You know what I'm saying? And then them turn around and repay you this way. I feel like that's super petty, man. Good I point. feel like end of the day. You know what I mean? You 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 might have did everything. You might have gave everything up to be part of this school, knowing they weren't good. But your sacrifice, your commitment have been, I'm not going nowhere. I started here. I'm an end here. You know what I'm saying? And so your commitment, it shows. Versus this person just coming in, man, in February. What faith you have a program where you demolish it your year one? I can't. I like, like you extend this in just regular life. I hate when people come in and don't even assess the situation correctly. They just have a plan. My belief is that her plan was already to do this. Her plan was to get rid of these players regardless of how well they played. If you are a declarated volleyball coach, you probably already have in your mind players that fit your system, players that fit the way you want to do things. And it's unfortunate for these girls that they weren't that fit. You know what I'm saying? So now they got to kind of go away. Some of them might not even graduate. You know what I'm saying? The whole purpose of being there, aside from helping this coach out and getting a job and getting in the real world and being able to provide for their own, you've denied them that opportunity too because you feel like your year there is more valuable. I, I just have a hard time with how people have looked at that 
how people were looking at the situation. And, and to me, like, if you were that dedicated to doing it, you shouldn't have took the job, man. Or you should have gave people a heads up before. This is what I plan to do. I doubt she did that. It sounded like from what the most people from the, what the players said, it was not discussed. Even the AD directors, everyone kind of just let it roll, man. And these people lives. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's my argument for number two. In this case, it doesn't necessarily matter. But I just thought I'd throw it out there. T, I know you want to say something, bro. What's up? I think, but you made a good point. And if you're a junior about to be a senior, not trying to transfer nowhere else. And then if you can't afford your senior year of college, Bruh. then that's a whole different situation. And that is cold blood. I, I didn't really look at it from that perspective. But if you a junior about to be a senior, you can't afford college, then that is wrong. I don't think she should, she should have did it to the, the ones who were finna be about to be seniors. Because that's you don't want to go transfer nowhere after that. I don't spend my time here. Facts. You know what I mean? So, again, y'all decide, man. You know what I mean? This is what, this is how, this is what we decided. This is our stance. Y'all might feel something differently. Hey, chime in. Definitely tell us what y'all think, man. Two great candidates this week. Only one gets the crown. That's where we're at. So, last segment of the day, man. Normally, we kind of just glance over, give our goodbyes. But, man, you guys have looked on your TV screen. You see what's going on. You see what's happening during this time of the year. NBA playoffs is going on right now. So we, you know, if you watch, if you've been with us from the beginning, you know, there are two things we predict every year. Super Bowl picks got to happen. NBA picks got to happen. That's what we do, man. We're, you know, we, we talk a lot of life, but we are sports dudes as much as we are Christians, man. We love sports, especially those two subjects. And so we're going to get into it, man. We'll keep it brief. We're going to talk about our picks for this year, maybe a surprise team or a dark horse to win it all. That's kind of what we'll get a chance to get into. I don't know if anybody wants to go first. because I No, 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 I'm going to go first. I'm going to go first. Only because I feel like, man, I don't want y'all to think I'm biting your ideas and I don't want y'all to think I'm biting what y'all got to say. And, and really, I should go first because last time we did this, I absolutely wasn't closest to predicting it right. I predicted the Lost whole two. finals. Only I predicted wrong was I predicted the Suns to beat the Bucks. That did not happen. So here it is, wrong. man. Wrong. Yeah. yeah okay. So wrong. Y'all, y'all didn't even get the teams in the final. So, like I said, they're gonna listen to me anyway. Just let me go ahead and do this because they can just cut the show off after this. <laughs> All right. So here it is. Okay? <laughs> End of the day. This is where we at. That's okay? what we doing, Sam. That's what we doing. Just being honest, okay. man. The, the folks are they're gonna write down notes when you guys come on, man. They just wind the credits. Okay. So here it is. So this is what we doing. Okay. So first subject, man. We gotta go Eastern Conference. Now there's some great teams in the Eastern Conference. I'm a big, big fan of the Celtics. And my dark horse, even though they're really not that dark, you know what I'm saying, is going to be the Brooklyn Nets, right? They get past this series, I think they have a really, really good chance of competing. But my pick for the East is the Bucks. Bucks look good, man. What they, what they have under their belt that these other teams do not is another year of playing together, another year in the big moments, another year to prove themselves. They kind of have it lined up the way they want to. They've been rallying in a position, the second half push, man, if they're healthy, they have everything they need, I believe, to, to duplicate what they did last year in terms of crowning a champion. The Heat ain't posing no risk. I know they might be there, and that might be a lot of people's picks. I just think, again, if you get that series back together, my belief is the Bucks will pull it out. Western Conference, a little more diluted, man, a little harder to predict, right? Um, obviously, Golden State, healthy, always a threat. You know what I mean? Period, the end. My dark horse team in that conference is the Memphis Grizzlies. Everybody is down on them right now. Because of who the team they playing, which is a big, very, very uh, brocky uh, Timberwolves team coming off a big win that they shouldn't have won. Period. The end. But they're here. They're proven. They have a lot to prove this year. Um, but my pick, man, it's gonna sound boring, y'all. Is the Suns? 
absolutely the Suns, man. They look great. They, 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 their team is back. Chris Paul, I saw his back. He, he just didn't just come back. He put up 30 his first game, and he will continue to do so every single time that team needs it. His leadership alone with the caliber of players they have around them. They have Mikael Bridges. He was runner-up for Defensive Player of the Year. You know what I mean? They got a big, they got a shooter in, in Devin Booker. My point is, man, it's going to be a repeat of last year, Bucks Suns, and I ain't going to pick the wrong team this year. I'll pick the Bucks. That's my that's my lineup. That's where we at. Y'all can go ahead. No one else cares, but y'all can go ahead, man. Just like y'all did me, Eddie Murphy, like it was already done. Petty was already done, but people still listen. That's what they're doing in this segment, too. The picks are already here. The ones you want to listen to are done. They still going to listen to y'all. Go ahead, man. Go ahead, go ahead, E. Go ahead. All right. So, Eastern Conference. Got the Nets. Mm. I think the Nets almost beat the Bucks without Kyrie. They came one inch of a shoe away from beating them. But Kyrie is just, I think the Nets are going to come out the East. Uh, the West, I have a feeling that the Suns, who they got next? They're one four, so they're going to play the winner. No, they're going to beat them. I think the Warriors and the Nets, I mean, the Warriors and the uh, Suns are going to be in the conference finals. I'm going to take the Warriors, man. They're a problem. They're the only team I think that can, it's like the um, <clears throat> the Phoenix are the number one team, but they're not the best team. Um, I think that's I think the Warriors are gonna beat them. Um, and then in the finals, gonna go seven. Might have to give it to Steph Curry. I think the Warriors are gonna win it. Dark Horse team. If there's a team that might upset the Nets and come out the East, it would be the Boston Celtics. I think this series, this two seven series, will be the championship winner, eventual championship winner. So that's what I got. Dark horse, surprise player, last thing. I, I'm liking me some Maxi. I'm liking the way he playing, man. Poise. I mean, of course, Jordan Poole balling, but I've always liked him. But Maxi, he's showing me something, man. But that's the picks. Go to State Wars. Another one for the, for the dubs. Wow. Pretty good picks, y'all. I got, let me just get to the point. For the East, I got the Nets as well, man. I think the next, this is their toughest task against the Celtics. The Celtics, this is going to be a dog fight. But I think whoever gets out of there, and I think if they can survive the Celtics, they get Simmons back, then it's going to be crazy for them. And I think they're going to end up coming out. And I think for the West, it's going to be down to the Warriors and the Suns. I got the Suns. And I got Chris Paul. Finally. After all these years, finally hurt leg, hurt shoulder, hurt feelings. With all them things being hurt, (laughs) CP3 is finally going to get the trophy. I got the Suns. I got them doing everything. Dark Horse, hey, man, Anthony Edwards is a man. Oh, yeah. So them them T-Wolves, Anthony Edwards, in two or three years, we're going to talk about him as far as being the best player in the league. That dude is not playing, and he's young, and his three-pointer can get better. So that's what I got. I got Suns Nets and CP3 finally getting the trophy. There we go. Hey, man, that's why they're picks. You see, everybody got them different, man. Write these down, right? Because I don't want nobody coming back saying they forgot what these dudes told you. They got a lot of faith in that Brooklyn squad, man. 
You know what I mean? I, my belief is they won't even make it out that playoff round. That's my belief. Dang, Boston that, will advance. That's believable. That's believable. Boston brother. will advance. Man, their heart was broken game one. All right, so here yeah. we go, man. That's it. We're going to land this plane, man. Thank you. You know what I'm saying? Thank all the people listening. We appreciate y'all. We stated in number one, man. Show number 11 in the books. We appreciate y'all. We love you guys, man. Please keep listening. Oh, and before I go, we promised. We had segments coming up where fans would be joining us. Now, I know y'all probably have called us liars. Man, we ain't heard nothing since you said that, Cedric. Hey, stay tuned. I believe it at that. It's going to come sooner than you think it will. So that's all I got, man. Any closing remarks to you? Nah, man. It's another, another show in the books, man. Y'all have a great week, man. Check us out. Listen to old episodes, season one or two. Tell a friend. Man, it's good to have y'all with us for the combo today. It. Facebook, Instagram. If you got Spotify or Apple Podcasts, hit us on the set up put a space in between all of them and then we'll pop right up go ahead follow us get them alerts so you can hear these shows every week love it man you did what i was gonna do to you close this out man appreciate y'all man have a great great rest of your day night whenever you listening love y'all man we'll see